Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify Him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles. Yeah. Just some regular reborn reformed cats If it's in the Bible then they're gonna speak on that Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured <laughs> yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night immersed in sin But then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that shines light The word in Genesis that assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Guys with Bibles. I am Scott. And I am Lee. And today, we're diving back into Ephesians. Yes, it's been a minute. It's okay. We're making we're making the people uh, earnestly wait for what they want. That's right. Hopefully it's like a good cigar. Want. You know? You take your time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't know. So, uh, how have you been, man? Oh, I've been I've been great. <laughs> yeah, well good. Good. How you been, Scott? Yeah, it's been it's been uh I I guess you would say uh normal for a college student and full-time father and worker. I guess it could be as good as uh God allows, you know. <laughs> yeah. It could be yeah, worse. So you could be on COVID definitely. quarantine like me. Dude, I would Go nuts, but I I would be getting paid while on COVID quarantine. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's been nice working from home for a little bit. Right, kind of nice. I, I, kind of not nice at the same time, but right. So uh, I'm just glad to not be sick. I'm actually still waiting all, on my result to come in. What all are they uh, making you do from home? Like just normal stuff. I've had some like policy review things and some other writing projects for work that have needed to got done for a while. And uh-huh. so I've been able to kind of knock those things out before I go back. So more, I'll be able to focus on more operational stuff when I get back in, in the facility. So that'll be okay. good. I had some policies to write and some other things to edit and um, forms to create for visitation and stuff like that. So I huh. knocked all those out and, Hopefully, God willing, I get a negative reading tonight after my exposure last week, and then uh, can go back and start getting the ball rolling. Man, how long has it been since you got your test results? Um, I got tested on Tuesday. My exposure was on Friday, and so now we're recording. It's Thursday, and I'm waiting, still waiting for my result to come in tonight. Wow, man. Yeah. We're supposed to get tests results within 48 i'm sorry this is this is wednesday not thursday sorry right um as we sit tonight wednesday night we've got some results coming in but mine hasn't come through quite yet but we're supposed to get them within 48 hours okay i was curious how long it actually i'm hoping to at least get a few hours in work tomorrow depending on how late tonight i get a uh get my result in right so we'll Well, see so we'll record in the meantime (laughs) right we will uh, 
continue to pursue. Alright, so we are in Ephesians 4, um, if everyone remembers from where we left off. Um, we are kind of guessing where we left off, so uh, I, I believe we started verses 14, um, and we were diving into verse 15. That's um, my impression. So that was my impression, so we are going to go on faith and go with that. <laughs> and uh, Stepping out on the waters. Stepping out on the waters. <laughs> Call me out there, Jesus. <laughs> hey, Dude, I had... I, I, I will tell you this. So I had the most interesting conversation. I'm sorry, we're going to go down a rabbit hole for the first like, <laughs> five minutes. Before we even started. But, yeah, before we even get started. But I had the most interesting conversation today um, with an associate. And uh, not going to name names. But anyways, it was very interesting. Um, we got to talking about the Trinity. And... Uh, so we, we dove into that topic, and then all of a sudden, he, he or she persisted <laughs> to, uh, to announce to me that fish have souls, and God removed their souls somewhere in the Bible, and asked me, he goes, where in the Bible does it say God removed the 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 fish of the sea and their souls and i was i was kind of tossed back because this is a question i've never <laughs> i've never had to answer wow or uh he goes i, I he, oops anyways it's a he so anyways and uh he he goes yeah i was listening to a steve furtick sermon and he was talking about how the fish of the sea had souls, and then oh, God grief. removed their souls. And immediately, I was, I, I had literally no answer for him. And I was like, I really, really hope you can locate this sermon, and you can send it to me. Because I really want to listen to it. <laughs> Did he have and it, he, or did he send it to you? Not yet. I have yet no. to receive it. So I'm, I've been anxiously waiting all night to actually watch this heresy. But um, I, I I've been trying to think of any place in the Bible that says anything about fish having souls. You know, and I can't either. And um, he pulled it up, and he pulled up. Uh, I want to say a blog writer. Um, from Google, and uh, she was depicting that the fish have souls, that dogs, they go to heaven, yada, yada. It was the whole uh, that animals go to heaven type conversation, and uh, I, I have no idea how we got to that topic, but uh, it just came up, and I was so flabbergasted. I had no idea what to say. or <laughs> I was just so blown away going, what in the world is this world coming to? <laughs> and it would come from Furtick, after all. So, yeah, and, and out of all people to come up into the conversation, Steve Furtick comes up into the conversation, and I and I go, well, there's the problem right there. I thought to myself, going, yeah, there's the issue. But I didn't want to just come out and say that and then turn him away, you know, and kind of... Right. He... Uh, 
take anything I say as just the well, there's a reason no he's asking his... you about it too. Right, and I was just like, you. so I, I tried to answer it gracefully, and I said, you know, I am not a hundred percent sure if that is in the Bible. I have never personally read it, and I've read the Bible from front to back, back to front, <laughs> middle to the end, and back. And uh, I go, I, I just, I guess I don't remember coming across that verse or passage or wherever that is. And I said, if you find it, send it to me tonight. I want to look into it, and I will give you an answer tomorrow. Um, or if I don't find it tonight, I will continue looking. But yeah, just that was probably one of my most interesting conversations I had today. I thought I'd share with you. I thought you'd enter, you'd enjoy if there's it. Anybody but, out uh, there that knows what we're talking about, send yeah, us the video or send us the verse where this comes from, because this is yes, brand new please. heresy to me. Yes, I have never heard this. I can't believe that Furtick would actually preach on this, but I'm not shocked. Um, oh yeah, I so if totally you know of this, from him. oh yeah, and I, I just I want to believe that he would not do something stupid like this. But please, if you find it, send it to us. I really want to watch it. And <laughs> well, I mean, he is the he is the pastor of Jesus. Can't override your unbelief. So yeah, uh, yeah. Once you believe yeah. that, you probably could believe anything. Yeah, and and today. He he wanted to argue with me about the the Trinity. He goes, he goes, they're they're the same person, and I, I'm like, they're no. all the same same deity, just separate persons. Right, same substance. One different one, one substance, different different persons with different um with obje- different objectives. Co- yeah, covenantal yes. objectives. Yes, yep. and uh. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, uh, is he a Jesus onlyist or a God well, onlyist? Or did so I asked him. I so I well, I asked him. I said, so do you believe that Jesus is God? And he go, he's like, well, yeah, but he's also an angel that came down from heaven. And I'm like, mm, okay. I'm like, unfortunately, only Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, believe that jesus is in fact an angel an angelic being a created being and i go i was like but as evangelicals we don't believe that jesus was an angel we Does believe he that, think he, that he, he himself was an angel at one time that he was yeah. an angel i don't know i don't know i'd never he could have I, a little mormonism going on in there too right and well, what was interesting was he mentioned Satan. He goes, "Well, Satan was an angel. He was cast out of heaven." I go, well, "Correct. Right. Satan was a created being, and it specifically states in Isaiah that he was a created being. Also right. in Ezekiel, you know, right? Um, but the king of I Tyre. said, but Christ was not a created being because in First Colossians fifteen. Or Colossians fifteen mm-hmm. one fifteen. Sorry, not first Colossians. First chapter that's in of book, Colossians. That's in that's in book of first opinions. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, so so we were we were going through that, and I was like, go to chapter one, verse fifteen. Read from there. Go through that. I think that's the biggest. Um, that's a explanation great I can give you for that um, point. And I I thought I thought so too. So I wanted to give it to him, and he goes, okay, and I. I wanted to explain to him, I go, see, the three 
persons of the Trinity were in the beginning during Genesis 1. Mm -hmm. I said you had Christ during creation, um, you had God the Father, then you had the Spirit hovering over the surface of the deep, and then we have in Genesis 1.26 where we're creating men in our man in our image and our image is the trinity right speaking. Uh, it's plural and uh yeah and, and and he started to he goes well don't you think he was talking to angels i can't oh, uh, mercy. mercy have me but anyways let's dive into chapter four enough with the rabbit trail <laughs> anyways chapter four verse 15 let's dive into it um so we'll go ahead and read it it go ahead lee Sure. Give, it a, give, it a, give her a good old read. Glad to. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Here ends the reading. Boom. Okay. So, right away... We have Paul, he's transitioning his thought with a singular word. Um, Love. And it's literally, but. So <laughs> he's starting a, his train of thought, but speaking the truth in love. And he's going into his um, statement here. We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Now, what's interesting, I, I find it interesting when he says um, aspects into him who is the head. And then he, there's a, there's a comma here, and it says, even Christ. Now, I don't, I don't know if you like dove into any of this, but I, I was taking a look at it earlier today. I don't know if you noticed the even Christ, how it, it like pauses right there. Yeah, the NASB splits that off. Not only it's in a, it's separated by a comma, but the even is italicized, which is how the NASB indicates a word that's been kind of slid into the sentence into for the, the purpose yes. of clarity. Right to give it more readability. Yes, right. I, I wanted to. I, I'm glad you hit that. So if, if we were to read this correctly um, on how it was written originally, it would be, we are to grow up in all into him who is the head, Christ, which is a pause, from whom the whole body being filled and held together by, every, by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of individual parts. Right. So... But yes, I, I, I found that very interesting, that the yeah. NASB, and I like that about the NASB, how it I italicizes. And, but there is a way that this could be misread, because we have a tendency, I think, when we use the word even, it's something additional, something that's not, it's not an exclusive statement. But yeah. there are other places in scripture where even is used this way, as in to pinpoint on something. So... We're looking at to him who is the head, even Christ, meaning it is Christ. It's a one to one. Right. The head is Christ. So right. like when like we sing, um oh goodness, the lyrics are gonna escape me now to the hymn. Um you know, talking about Jesus saving me, even me. 
Like, it's zeroing in on the fact it's so special that Christ has saved me, even me. So, in the same way here, we're kind of zeroing in. Yes, Paul is using this metaphor to explain the body, but he wants to make sure that Which, we all know who the head is, because that's the whole right. point. Right, and and what he's right. telling us is the body is body is the church, and the head when when he is highlighting the head as first, um, he is giving it an authoritative leadership statement. Um, basically, it is the foundation. It is what guides everything. It's the leader, not not the source, but. Um, it is basically the complete author and authority of what's going on. It's an it's required a different anatomical picture, um, as we can see in Ephesians one twenty two, um, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. So right. he is head over everything that has been given to him the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Um, but now, so now since Jesus is risen, uh, we have the head of the church is now the Pope. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Here it goes. This is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> We're no, done. Uh, yep. I think... The reason I bring that up is because this is a text that clearly speaks against that kind of idea. So anybody out yeah, there who yeah. clamors to have a man be the head of the church, and that's not just Catholics. I know I know we point out Roman Catholics because of the presence of the Pope, and our, our confession points to Pope the Pope as Antichrist. But there are other religious groups outside of Christianity that do the same thing. Um you know, there's an ultimate head in Buddhism known as the Dalai Lama. Um, right. There, and so he's guiding the the direction of Buddhism on an on an international level. Uh, the Church of Christ of Latter Day Saints, um, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, the the Mormons, they have their own set of twelve apostles that they claim are appointed, and um, they are heads of the church. Um, right. There are. Uh, I know there's some other ecclesiastical structure in there, um, but I I, the, I wanted to bring up the twelve apostles, the so-called twelve apostles that they have, um, and 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 the list would go on. But for us, <clears throat> for true biblical Christianity, um, the head of the church is Christ. No no mere man can be head of the church. We have pastors. Um, Presbyterians have a level of church government above the individual churches, the presbytery, which is what they take their name from, um, but none of those men in any of those bodies would claim to be the head of the church. They may help administer uh, the, the, the rule of faith in the church um, as under-shepherds, but none of them would claim to be the head shepherd of the church, capital C, uh, the way that the Pope does. Um, right. Christ is the head of the church. Boom. And it also refers to, so right here, Paul's also alluding to what he's going to be speaking on um, in chapter 5, uh, verse 23, where it says, For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. 
Um, and as we get down into verse 16, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, this is the differences in the Christian body. So this is everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're going to have your elders, your deacons, your, uh, your congregational people, your laymen. Um, worship leaders. Your worship leaders. This is, this is a combined parts and each of each of us plays a different role inside the body so you're either the the skin the the muscle you know i mean the vein the colon the, i mean i mean <laughs> liver just go if we got to get literal i mean let's just go through a different list of all the anatomy but i mean well it, each what's person too has is, a specific part to play within the church body absolutely and in, in a body we, is very um a body is dysfunctional when major organs are missing. Exactly. Exactly. So I find it interesting, even thinking from a scientific level, you know, knowing that everything else in the body is connected to the head. And if the brain, if the brain is missing, nothing can function. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, even in this time that, that, you know, people call them primitive or whatever. And, um, you know, the, a lot of scientific discoveries had not been been accomplished at that time, but still, just that that common sense knowledge of without the head, there is no life in the body. Right. And if the body and is incomplete, you also have another issue. Exactly. Just because the body has a heart doesn't mean it can survive. You know, if it doesn't have the brain to keep everything functioning and moving and working properly, then it's just a vegetable just pumping fluid throughout the body you know i mean it's not yeah to no end yeah it's never gonna be anything um and all throughout chapter four it's it's paul alluding to the building up of the body through christ um like in in verse 12 he talks about um the saints who work of service to build to the building up of the body of christ um until we attain the unity um, this is when everyone starts to work together in the same nature and fullness of Christ. Um, then we have um, down in 16, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of individual each individual part um, causes the growth, the body for the building up of itself in love so each individual part each joint each um cartilage muscle fiber you know whatever you can narrow it down to is working together to build itself up in love for the head that amazing? <laughs> it's 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 looking up. I mean, just look up. I mean, everything from the neck down is looking up towards the and relies on the head. So everything is relying on the head to work properly. And it's a body that requires no amputations. Yes. So there's no there's nobody that needs to be removed in order for the for the church to to be uh, whole. Um, there there's no superfluous part uh, in the church. So yeah. nobody, there, there has been no, no development of some new part that, that nullifies the body. So I'm thinking about people 
in in various restorationist movements who say that the body has been corrupted over time, if we continue this metaphor, that the church is no longer the church that Jesus instituted. The church has, has grown a cancer of some kind. That right, changed, been corrupted. Right, and corrupted the body. And we, now we have to cut something out of it, or, heaven forbid, we actually have to, to become a new body in order to fulfill what Christ set for the church. No, Jesus did not make a mistake when he instituted the church, when he is the head of the church. If Jesus right. is at the head of the church, the body is healthy. Right, and and as Paul states here, each individual part causes the growth of the body. So mm-hmm. over time, the body is going to grow. It may see parts that it needs to work on, that it has or needs repaired there, there could be muscles or that need corrected training. which goes back to verse 14 as a result we are no longer to be the children tossed here and there by waves and carried about every wind and wave of doctrine by trickery of men by the craftiness and deceitful scheming but speaking the truth and love through each member of our body and would love speaking the truth and love will correct and repair and fix build up and build up those who are still children into adulthood into the full growth the body is supposed to achieve and order to be one with the head so it's going to be it's a time it's a time there's a time in here that it's not saying that you just need to start over (laughs) <laughs> no, there, there's a time here that Paul is setting forth, and he's not setting an end date, you know, so... Would, uh, would, would those little, um, those exercises um, to tone up the muscles in the body, would that be something we could term as reform? Yeah, I, and I, I would, I would totally, that's exactly what I was kind of like going with. Mm-hmm. Um, may, the body needs to be... Um, is it getting too fat or lazy, you know? And so the reformation happened. We had to cut, we had to make some, some serious cuts because the body was, yeah, there, there was some impossible, impossible danger. So Mm -hmm. the body got restored and had to go through P 90 X, you know, (laughs) and get, get get hammered again, you know, get robust and then all of a sudden comes to america and gets hooked on mcdonald's and fast food fries Mm -hmm. and now we're supersizing everything (laughs) and trying to send out the supersize to every other country you know and give everyone the prosperity gospel nonsense so uh time to trim that fat so we're gonna have we're gonna have to have a trimming of the fat again you know and it's just the body gets lazy and i and it's not just one person in the body it's it's many people in the body we all get lazy we want that want that prosperity you know the health wealth and stability you know um zero suffering um and trust me we all we all want that i would love that if that was the gospel you know no one wants to suffer i don't want to suffer if i can sit and eat cheetos all day you know (laughs) lord willing sign me up Lord willing, sign me up. I'm in. But uh, unfortunately, 
my body requires me to move and that's what that's what Christ requires us he requires us to move and when we get stagnant is when the body is about to go under restoration and be restored. And I, I want to piggyback on on what you just said there, and this is kind of my my last note for this text for this episode. Uh, in moving forward in that Reformation, I think Paul is giving us some clear advice here. Uh, he uses one word twice in these two verses, um, and it's love. So in verse 15, he says, speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up in all aspects. And then in 16, uh, he's talking about um, each, indiv- each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So you can't yep. guilt your way into this body. You can't use guilt or shame to cause maturity of this body. It has to be done in love. So each part from the from the greatest most major organ in the body to the smallest little uh, little piece of cartilage in the body has to know that Jesus died for you that you're saved by grace and that it's by his love we can continue in the life of faith and advance not only in knowledge of him and of his gospel but in the application of it to our own hearts and then clear communication of it to the lost. Yeah, that is only accomplished by love. Um, otherwise, we, we um, quickly, I think rather quickly, would, would turn ourselves into Pharisees and start preaching right. obedience to the law for your salvation. It has to be by love, by, by grace, by mercy, um, before, any, exactly. before anything else. It has to be love. Boom. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I really have nothing left to add to this text. Um, that was my last wish, point, too. I wish I did. Unfortunately, <laughs> I have zero to go on. Um, I'm looking forward to getting into the next, next passage. And I think that's where the meat and potatoes is really Definitely. coming into play. So we just had... A steak dinner, you know. Yeah, we. And did. now we're finishing off the scraps, and we're going into the potatoes. You know, we're gonna eat some, eat some good, good eating on the next, next. Well, in the meantime, passage. if anybody knows where in the world you could f- have a verse to say that fish have souls, send it to Please, us. Please send it to us. I you can you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys with Bibles. You can go on Facebook and like our page or request to join our Facebook group. You can email us directly at guyswbibles at gmail.com. Please, honestly, I'm begging you. If, if anybody knows where this is coming from, you have to send Please. it to us. It is an obligation. Yes. It's an obligation. Yes. <laughs> you have to send it to us because <laughs> we're... We are sobbing at the mouth because I, we I'm want honestly, to know, like, I'm gonna what go, this I'm is. I'm going to go Google this thing as soon as we're done yeah. here and figure out where, what the world's <laughs> going on with that. Um, but then also, I'm, I might as well tack on the other things here, too. Um, check okay. out our website, guyswithbibles.com. You'll read blog posts there if you so like. You can listen to audio of the show on there as well, or you really should just use your free will to go choose the podcatcher of your choice and subscribe to us there and the rest of the bar network as well. Um, you really will thank us. That's all I can Amen. say. Amen. 
Praise God! Yes. Alright, and that is all we got. Until next time, we will be starting chapter 4, verse 17, and we will figure it out where we land from there. Alright guys, we look forward to talking to you and joining you for your evening or morning commutes. We are Guys with Bibles. I'm Scott. <laughs> and I'm Lee. And, and we're out. We're out. <laughs> All right. Peace. <laughs>